Hockey Picks and Bets for Tuesday, November 23rd. I am Cecil Peters and I am here to run you through a weirdly small three-game Tuesday slate. Usually we got a ton on Tuesday today with American Thanksgiving coming up this week. Tuesday's the small one, Wednesday's the big one. So we'll go through the big slate tomorrow. Today we only have three games to focus on. As per usual, please subscribe to the show and Mayo Media Network on YouTube or wherever else you are listening to this from. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at CeasePeets. I also can be found at my website, CecilPeters.com, where I have a premium betting and DraftKings article up daily if you want access to that. Message me on Twitter, leave a comment in the comments on YouTube. Either way works to get a hold of me, and I will give you the fantasy hockey picks and discount there and let you know how to sign up. That's about it for the housekeeping, so on to the games. Like I said, we only have three today, so it'll be a quick show. First game is Philadelphia Flyers in Tampa Bay, a rematch from a couple games ago where Tampa Bay ended up winning in a shootout. Philadelphia's plus 140 here in the rematch. They actually dominated the game for a bit against Tampa Bay and then they eventually ended up allowing the tying goal in the last couple minutes there to the Lightning. Tampa Bay's without Braden Point now though. He got injured in that game. He did finish the game, but he missed last game and he's out indefinitely. That's a big hit to their roster, something that has to be taken in, into consideration here because I don't think the betting line is quite reflecting his absence. The lineup we saw for them on Sunday with point out was Matthew Joseph, Anthony Sorelli, and Alex Kalorn playing together, and Steven Stamkos playing with Andrej Palat and Alex Berboulet. Sorelli line got the toughest defensive assignment in that game, but they shut down the Kaprizov line pretty well. They dominated any time they were on the ice. This is the line that I would target on the Tampa Bay side. They just have more time in the offensive zone, better control of the puck, more shots. This is just the line that I think will run the show for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Stamkos, not the greatest defensive player. Palat and Boulay, again, not the greatest defensive players. They got stuck in their own end a few times. I'm going with the Alex Kalorn line if I am playing anybody from this game on DraftKings. I do think that means they're going to match up against the Sean Couturier line for Philly. That line's been playing really well as well. I was thinking that I was going to target them on DraftKings, but after seeing how well Kalorn shut down the Kaprizov line, I think I prefer the Claude Giroux, Derek Broussard, and Cam Atkinson trio from the Flyers. Another good line with some high offensive potential, and they'll get a bit of an easier matchup here, avoiding Sorelli, who is a really, really good defensive player on his own right. As far as the game goes, I love getting plus 140 on the Flyers. If Couturier can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Sorelli and kind of make that matchup a wash, I think Philadelphia has the edge on the second line, third line, and fourth lines in this game. Tampa Bay, obviously, with Vasilevsky, has an advantage in net every single game, but Philadelphia has had good goaltending this year, so I do think that is closer than it appears. Numbers should be probably plus 110, maybe plus 120 in this game. Borderline even money is what I think you should be seeing here, so plus 140 for the Flyers, I would absolutely do that. I've already bet it because I don't think that the number is going to get better. So if you see it, bet it as soon as you can because I'm thinking once the point news, which is already kind of known, once that's kind of taken into consideration a little more, I think people will be betting on the Flyers and I think this line is going to move in their favor. Next game on the night, the Edmonton Oilers in Dallas. Edmonton's minus 105 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Dallas stars minus 115 as a slight home favorite. Edmonton as an underdog does seem off, but I still can't bet it. 
Dallas is kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team, kind of like Pittsburgh. I think I've talked about my frustration with both of those teams a lot on the show. You never know what side you're going to get. You never know if you're going to get the Dallas Stars that lost 7-2 to the Minnesota Wild and looked horrible, or the team that looks like a Stanley Cup contender beat the St. Louis Blues pretty handily. I just can't bet any games with the Dallas Stars, especially with them as a favorite, because I just don't know who's going to show up. Edmonton is starting to, so to show some chinks. Darnell Nurse is out for a while, which is a huge blow on the back end. Defensively, they've been bad with him. They're even worse without him. He plays 27, 28 minutes a night. That's hard to fill, especially with guys like Duncan Keith, Cody Cece, Tyson Berry all having to step up. They're not the greatest defensive players. Going to be a lot more opportunities for the Dallas scoring lines to take advantage of the Oilers. But flip it around to the Edmonton side, you still have Connor McDavid, you still have Leon Dreisaitl. These guys can take over any game at any time. So minus 105, I mean, if you like the Oilers, that's as good of a number as you're going to get betting on the Edmonton Oilers almost all season long. If you like the Oilers, if you're a fan of them and you want to make some money on them, this is probably the time to do it. I mean, Stuart Skinner's look pretty good in the Edmonton net. I don't know if they're going with him or Koskinen in this game. I am recording the day before, so I'm not 100% sure on the goaltending. But he's been the guy that's playing really well right now. He is their third string goalie, but he's playing better than Mike Smith. He's playing better than Miko Koskinen. You kind of got to give the guy some run for a while here. So Edmonton, despite playing their third string goalie as a slight underdog, might be worth the bet. I can't do it. I've also gone on on the show. I am from Calgary. I hate the Oilers more than I even love the Flames. I just can't bet. I can't bet Edmonton games. I definitely can't bet on the Oilers, so I won't be doing it. As per usual on DraftKings, the Dallas line I'm going to target here is their first line of Jason Robertson, Rupe Hintz, and Joe Pavelski. This is their best line. And more importantly, from a DraftKings perspective, it's the one line you can trust that they will keep together. The other three lines get moved around and shuffled all the time. This line stays together. They play well together. They got great chemistry. They're on the ice late in games with empty nets. They got a shorthanded goal the other night against St. Louis. They just, they find a way to get it done no matter what. Robertson takes a ton of shots. Hints is hitting over two and a half shots every night. If you see that as a shot prop available, that is definitely one to take as well. But that's the one line you can trust on Dallas. You do have potential with guys like Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, Dennis Kirionov on other lines, but I just don't trust their usage. I don't trust the fact that I have no idea who they're going to be playing with from period to period. So I stick with the Rupe Hintz, Joe Pavelski, Jason Robertson line. On the blue line, Miro Heiskanen and John Klingberg both have good offensive upside. Heiskanen has more of a floor, plays more minutes, takes more shots, blocks more shots, but you got to pay for it. So Klingberg, if you need a little bit of savings, is the cheaper. And you know what? I would even argue he even has a bit of a higher offensive upside. He just doesn't have the floor. Dallas is probably going to be forced to abandon their tight defensive structure to keep up with the Oilers and Connor McDavid. So that's something that they can be able to take advantage of the Oilers defense doing so. And then, of course, on the Edmonton side, I don't need to say it, but I will anyways. Leon Dreisaitl averaging more than a goal per game this year unheard of shooting percentages off the charts so you would think it would start to come down but then you watch him play all the goals he's scoring it makes sense that he's scoring them he's getting open on the power play he's scoring on breakaways he just puts himself in good position to make good on his shots i expect probably another goal or two from him here mcdavid same thing as usual next game on the night we have the chicago blackhawks in calgary coming off a win in vancouver where they got completely dominated by the vancouver canucks but as they've been doing lately on their streak here after getting a new coach, riding the hot play Mark andre Fleury, and if he gets the start here, which I expect that he will, the Blackhawks will have life in this matchup. 
If not, they really don't have much of a shot against the Stingy Flames. Back at home after a successful road trip, I think Calgary will come out with yet another strong effort. Johnny Goudreau led the charge in their trip out east, clearing two and a half shots every game, probably made money on every single night. He basically led the way for this team in every single way possible. Scoring goals, setting up plays, even back-checking, getting some good hits on. He's playing really well. He always plays well out east. That's where he's from, so it's kind of like a homecoming for him. But I always like the Flames line even more at home in the Saddle Dome. This is going to be a big game for them, especially against a weak defensive team like the Blackhawks. Therefore, they're obviously my top target on DraftKings tonight. Not particularly close. On the blue line, Oliver Shillington continues to be my top target. He is getting a price bump because he doesn't play a ton of minutes, doesn't take a ton of shots, doesn't get a ton of blocks. But his offensive upside is that of a $6,000 player. His offensive instincts are great. He holds onto the puck till the perfect time. Great first pass, great shot. Basically everything you could ask for in an offensive defenseman. If he was on the first pair or played 24-25 minutes a game, he'd probably be a $6,000 player. One other note for the Flames is their second line, led by Andrew Mangiapane, is always too cheap. Mangiapane's top three in the league in goals, and he's still way too cheap every game. Usually you like to target him on the road. He does lead the league in road goals. But at the price, at home, with his power play usage and the fact that he just keeps scoring, it's hard to ignore Andrew Mangiapane here. Blackhawks side of things, as per usual, first liner bust, Patrick Kane, Kirby Dock, Alex Dabrinkat. They have as much offensive potential as anybody in the league. Even in this matchup, they could bust out. Patrick Kane takes a ton of shots, so does Dabrinkat, Kirby Dock. If you were to leave one guy off the stack, it would be Doc, but he is cheaper than the rest, so he brings down the price a little bit. Against the Red Hot Flames goaltending, I am going to have to pass on them tonight, but they are always in the mix. I really do think, especially if Flurry doesn't get the start, but I do think he plays. Regardless, I think you could lay the minus 190 on the Flames. I do feel good about them getting the win here. But the way I'm going to attack it is I'm going to bet them in regulation. You get a better number on it that way. And with Calgary's overtime record this year, if the game goes to overtime, they're probably losing anyway. So a regulation bet only makes sense to me, and it makes the odds a little bit easier to swallow. And then that's about it for the night. That's the only three games on the slate. Got the Flyers money line bet in. I got the Calgary in regulation bet in. I'm not betting on the others because I can't, but I do think that the number on Edmonton is pretty good. But the real money maker for the night, as per usual, is probably going to be the shot props. Like I said, I record this the day before. I will sit down in the morning once all the shot props are available available to me and finalize those. If you do want access to those, my final bets, my DraftKings picks, message me on Twitter at CSPETS or leave a comment below here and I will let you know how to access them. Thank you so much for watching. I will be back tomorrow for the nice big slate. Good luck.